Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm your host, Bill. Now, last episode, I had mentioned that I was not looking forward to season 20. And I'm still on that boat. But after the previous episode, it gave me a little bit of hope. Gave me a little bit of hope that, hey, maybe this season isn't as bad as I remember it being. And this week's episode actually helps my cause of, hey, maybe season 20 isn't as bad as I remember it. So, last time, uh, we found out at the end of the episode that Skank Hunt 42 is Gerald Broflovsky. Nobody knows who it is except for him. Where does this go? Well, we're going to find out as we're going to get into right now this week's episode, Skank Hunt. The episode was written and directed by Trey Parker and originally aired on September 21st, 2016. And I'm just going to say this right off the bat. One of the things that I really enjoy about this episode, pardon me, is the fact that the whole focus of the episode is on Skank Hunt 42. Trying to figure out who Skank Hunt 42 is. We get one scene of anything having to do with the election. And I'll get to that when we do. But man, that is such a big help. But let's get into the episode. So our episode begins at the school where the parents are attending an assembly, a parents-only meeting, on trolling in the internet. And the expert there believes that the individual that is doing this is a boy. Every parent that is in the school has this look of fear, maybe a little bit distraught, and possibly worry. Except for Gerald, who has a smile on his face. So... That night, they come home, and Gerald's like, you know, this could just be something that passes by. You know, it, it won't happen anymore. Meanwhile, we see Heidi. And the last time I talked anything about Heidi was that episode, it was like season 8 or season 9, Margarine. And I'm like, God, Heidi's a bitch. In this scene... She's on a bridge, and she's alone. It's snowing, and it's like, uh-oh. So she has her phone out, and the camera moves up, and the next sound you hear is a splash. And your, your first thought is, 
oh my gosh, this girl took her life, took her own life because of what one individual has done. So we get to school the next morning and Kyle comes in and there are police officers in the school. They're interviewing the different teachers. So Kyle finds out that Heidi Turner, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, this is, this is very serious. She quit Twitter! She quit Twitter! So, and the way they do it is so well done. It is so well done. They treat this as if Heidi had committed suicide. And I'm not saying, you know, oh, I support suicide. No, 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 no. The way they presented this is so well done. So the next scene is Mr. Mackey, who I still, like, I had this thought during the episode. How does this guy still have a job? After what he did to Principal Victoria, how does he still have a job? It's probably going to be the rest of my run with Mr. Mackey for the entire rest of this podcast <laughs> until the show ends and the podcast ends. It's like, how does he still have a freaking job? So anyway, so all the kids are in the library. Well, the fourth graders are in the library. And here's Heidi. Heidi's sitting in the middle of the front row. So Mr. Mackey tells everyone to go on the Twitter and to put positive thoughts talking about Heidi. And it's so funny because Heidi's never going to read any of this. And Mr. Mackey's like, mm, that, that's really nice. That, that's really good. Oh, that's a nice poem there, Nicole. Yeah, that's, a nice, that's a nice poem. So the guys still believe this is Cartman that's doing it. They still believe Eric's the one that's doing this. The girls are getting more and more frustrated. And, I, and we're going to get to that in a couple of minutes because the next scene, Ike is on the computer and Gerald comes in to have a quote-unquote talk with Ike about the whole cyberbullying thing. And Gerald is, he's being half-ass about this. Like, he's trying to be serious, but he's not really serious about this. Because he knows what he's doing. So, after he leaves, Sheila comes by and he tells him, we had a conversation, everything's good. And he's got to do some work. So, Gerald goes into his office, turns on the light, and he pulls out Boston's debut album, their self-titled debut album, which, in my opinion, is one of the best debut albums of all time. And it's one of the best albums of all time. So, he puts it on the side, too, and the song Smokin' starts playing. And it's this whole montage of Gerald doing 
trolling stuff. Like, commenting negatively on people. And, you know, changing pictures. And you get, like, this weird montage, like, bridges blowing up, elephants having sex. It's very weird. And even at one point, there's an image of Boston playing with Gerald being on the keyboard. Now, what's going to make this interesting? Because I, I actually like Boston. Um, I, I liked Boston. They're, they're a pretty cool band. Their first album, like I said, their first album, their debut album, is one of the best albums I've ever heard. So, the reason why I'm bringing up Boston, besides the fact that I like them, is their lead singer, uh, a gentleman by the name of Brad Delp, who, like I said, God, what a great band. Unbelievable. Unbelievable singer. He committed suicide in 2007. And it was ruled a suicide by carbon monoxide poisoning. And it's so weird, in a way, that here, you know, here's an episode talking about, um, talking about, you know, suicide awareness, suicide prevention, and you're playing a song from the band, from a band, where the lead singer of the band killed himself. It's so weird. But it's true, unfortunately. He did kill himself in 2007. And he was only 55 when he killed himself. Sad story. Sad story. And my God. It, go go listen to Boston. Go listen to, to just any song by Boston. His voice is tremendous. So... After the montage is over, the girls are having a discussion because some of the girls are complaining that, you know, whoever this is, they saw that their moms had a picture with their pe- or with a penis in their mouth. And the girls are like, we're not going to have this anymore. We, we've got to do something to retaliate. So some of the boys are seeing this conversation happening outside during recess. So there's a meeting in the bathroom. And Clyde is the one who's like, guys, we know this is Cartman. We know he's the one that's doing this. And they're like, we have no other choice. We have to. We absolutely have to take care of Carmen. We have to take him out. And Kyle is like, I'm not really sure if that's a good idea. And Stan's like, we have no choice. We have to do this. So the only way they're going to do this is they tell Cartman that they're going to have a, like a, a night out, a guy's night out at his uncle's cabin. And they're going to have all their computers and they're going to play games all night long. So they tell Carmen, and he's stoked. He is pumped up. He's excited. 
Meanwhile, the other guys are just like, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have a you know night together. We're gonna spend it at my uncle's cabin. We're just gonna play games. We're gonna have a lot of junk food. We're not telling our parents. We're gonna be doing this all night. So as that is being set up, we have this kind of a weird side story that doesn't really go anywhere, but it does keep you entertained. Like, if you're looking for jokes or laughter, this is going to be the part where you're going to get it. So, as Mr. Mackey, again, still don't know how he has a job, is eating his member berries, here comes Scott Malkinson. And he talks about ending it all. He's going to quit Twitter. And Mr. Maggie's like, hmm, you, you don't hit, no, you don't have to quit Twitter, okay? You, you just, you know, you just stay there, you know? People like what you say, okay? And Scott's not taking it. He's not, you know, a word of it. He's like, I'm going to quit. No one's going to care that I'm gone. And Mr. Maggie's like, no, it's okay. You, you, you want to stay on Twitter, okay? You, you, you just want to stay on because, you know, people like what you say, okay? So he does convince Scott for the time to stay on Twitter. So then we get to the one scene involving the presidential race, the entire episode. And it's a really good scene because it has nothing to do with Garrison, has nothing to do with Caitlyn Jenner, has nothing to do with Hillary Clinton, has nothing to do with any of them. So we're in somebody's campaign office. We don't know who it is. doesn't really matter. And one of the people tells his boss, hey, somebody trolled me. They put a picture of a penis in my mouth. And the lady has this great line of like, oh, it's probably some guy who's living in his mom's house and he's upset at the world. And in the very next scene, you see Gerald start dancing and Steal My Sunshine is playing. And it's like, there's not a thing in the world that can bother him. He almost gets run over twice. Once by a car. Once by a bike. He walks. He skips by. He doesn't walk by. He skips by two people arguing about why they're voting for the other person. And then there's this lady ahead of him at the grocery store. With all these coupons. And he's like, take your time. I am in no rush. I am in no hurry. Whatsoever. So... You know, Gerald is like, he's having the time of his life right now. It's just the best time. So, the boys, including Cartman, are on their way to the cabin. And Cartman is pumped. And meanwhile, the seven of them. It's Kyle, Stan, Token, Clyde, Jimmy, Butters, and Craig... Yes, I got it on the first try, too. <laughs> I bet some of you didn't think I'd remember the seven. But anyway, they have this look on their face and this the, the way they talk as if they're about to, you know, go in for the kill. It's almost like once we do this, we can never mention this to anybody. So they get in the cabin, and Carmen is pumped. 
He's looking for the Wi-Fi box. It's okay. He says it's okay. So he's sending up his computer. Meanwhile, everybody else pulls out some kind of a weapon to destroy all of Cartman's electronics. And there's a little hesitation, you know, of them doing it. And Cartman even tells him, I'm not Skank Hunt 42. And then Craig comes in with a with a pocket knife, stabs the laptop, and they just start going to town on all of Cartman's, you know, uh, electronic possessions. And he even says at one point, guys, this is like two Christmases and one birthday worth of electronics. You know, you're, you, what are you doing? And they break everything. Everything electronic that Cartman ever had that's, you know, like handheld stuff is broken. And they bury it in the ground. And they think, all right, we've done it. It's done. No more. Cartman cannot hurt anyone anymore. But then comes the next morning. Kids are still down. Kyle's looking. And he looks at Stan. He's like, what's wrong? Skank Hunt 42 did it again last night. Cartman was not Skank Hunt 42. They finally find out. Cartman was telling the truth the whole time. It's almost like if you're watching Maury or Steve Wilkos and you're like, the lie detector determined he was telling the truth. It would have been like, oh my God, you know, that would have been like a Maury moment or a Steve Wilkos moment. Like, he told the truth, you know. So, Cartman is just down. He's just down. He, he can't believe it. He, he's without all of his electronic possessions. So, the girls have a meeting at one of their houses. And they're like, girls... We have no choice. We have to do this. We have to stand up for ourselves. We have to fight back at the boys. And Wendy, for a moment, is not sure that she wants to do this. But one of them tells her, if you don't do what you told us, if you don't stand by your words, then you're backing out of everything you've ever believed in. What are they going to do? Well, we're going to find out in a couple of minutes. Because Gerald isn't done. Because he's still going. And he's about to leave the room. He's about to leave his office. He's about to go to bed. When all of a sudden, he gets a Google alert. Alright. So he clicks on it. And it's news coverage. CNN. They report that this trolling is going on. Even to the point where this troll has gone on a Danish breast cancer awareness website making terrible comments. And a Danish Olympic volleyball player named Freja Olegard makes a comment stating that she's not going to be intimidated. And that she will find him. And Gerald is like, 
game on. So he starts getting back on the keyboard and the camera pulls back and there's like an evil shadowy figure that you see. And it's like, oh man. But now we get to the end of the episode. And you'd think, okay, what Gerald doing, that's the end. No. We get a wonderful... This, this actually might be... You know, I'm going to say it right now. This might be in my top five favorite endings to a South Park episode ever. That's how much I love this ending. So, a boy walks in the, in the hallway. Girl taps him on the back. Gives him a note. He opens it. He starts to break down and cry. What does the note say? I'm breaking up with you. We get this montage of all the girls breaking up with all the boys. And while this is going on, Kyle, who's not in a relationship, by the way, is on the swing. He takes a look at the class picture and Cartman disappears. And one of the one of the breakup notes that I really the one that I liked the most was the kindergarten one where it's like I break up and the little boy just falls into the stack of blocks that he has and starts to cry. I really like that. And then the final blow after Stan sees all the boys on the floor crying because their girlfriend broke up with them. Wendy gives Stan the note and basically says, I'm done. I'm never talking to you again. And Stan breaks down and cries. And that is the end of Skank Hunt. All right. This... Boy, I'm selling myself short on this season so far. This is a great episode. You know what? This is better than the previous episode. Remember when I said last last time that I wanted to see if there were any episodes that were better than Member Berries that maybe should have been considered, you know, for the Emmy that they could have nominated? I'd put this one ahead of Member Berries. I really enjoyed this episode. And, you know, the whole joke, there, there's so many good things about it. The, the joke but with Mr. Mackey and Scott Malkinson, Malkinson's like, I'm going to quit Twitter. I'm going to quit Twitter. And Mr. Mackey's like, oh, why don't you just fucking do it? I'm just tired of this shit. And that, that's just a really good, like, sub story. It's not really a plot. It's just more of like, hey, we needed something to fill time. And... The girl's just having enough. And then the fact that the boy's realizing that it wasn't Cartman. Cartman told the truth. He told the truth. Probably the first time in his life, Cartman told the truth. And the boys pay for their actions. It was great. And the whole thing with Gerald is going... You know, the story... It's getting there. Like, 
Episode 1, the seeds were planted. Episode 2, the plant starts to grow. How the plant continues to grow remains to be seen. But, wow, this is a really good episode. Um, like I said, I think it's better than member berries. I really do. I'm going to give this a 9. I was contemplating if it was like a high 8 or a 9. I'm giving this a 9. This is a 9 out of 10. This is a great episode. Um, I mean, like I said, is it going to get any better? We'll have to, you know, we'll have to wait and see. But it's really, really good. Now, I'm not going to mention it now, but I will, or at least I'll try to remember to get back to this at some point. There's a couple of factoids on the South Park website concern, or uh, talking about uh, Freja Oligard and the girls breaking up with the boys. But I'm not going to read it right now. I'm going to wait until when we get to the end of the season because it's very interesting, you know, what is on there. So, as always, let's get to the critics' response of the episode. Jesse Shadeen of IGN gave this an 8.3 out of 10, noting it is as a much more focused and enjoyable episode than last week's Scatterbrained season premiere. Jeremy Lambert from 411 Mania gave it 5.5 out of 10, criticizing it because it, quote, couldn't seem to make up its mind, unquote, between being a serious episode about internet trolling and suicide or a lighthearted approach to trolling. Dan Caffrey of the AV Club gave it an A-, while complimenting the impl implementation of Boston while Gerald enthusiastically trolls the internet. See? Even Dan likes Boston. Go listen to Boston! Put him in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Of course, that's a real shitty Hall of Fame anyway. <laughs> Not going to get into it. And Chris Longo from Den of Geek gave this 3 out of 5 stars while theorizing that Cartman is still reaping the benefits of the storyline, commenting that he's one step closer to winning his ideological war, even if he's no longer the person pulling the strings. Hm, never thought of it like that. All right, let's go to IMDb and see what they thought of this week's episode. Over 2,300 people have given this episode a rating. The IMDb rating on this episode is an 8.1 out of 10. All right. Uh, 669 people gave this an 8. 517 people gave it a 10. 455 gave it a 9. That's the score I'm giving this episode. And 73 people gave it a 1. So I guess the people that gave it a 1, it's kind of in the middle there, I think, for them. Alright, so, after I put my rating in, um, not as many reviews as uh, Member Berries, but we do have some reviews that we're going to go over, we're going to read. Uh, let's start with Gangster Luffy, who wrote, Wow, 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 this episode blew me away. It had everything. The cinematography was on point. The story was on point. It keeps tricking the audience. I would say it's one of the best South Park, if not the best, in recent years. 
Would not say it's the funniest one, but this episode was more on the serious side of things. More like a thriller. I would rate this a 9 or a 10 easily. I really like the way this season is shaping up. Looking forward for the next episode as we all are. Poor boys getting blamed for something they aren't even doing. Mackie was on point this episode. Mm -hmm. How about how better can this season get? We will find out on the next episode of South Park. Stay tuned for next week. Gangster Luffy uh, kind of doing his own MC work there. Eric Stevenson wrote, South Park was known for having an ongoing story in the past couple of seasons, and it was pretty obvious they were going to do with it with this season. I guess it's mostly because the last couple of presidential elections were more obvious with the winner, but here it's more ambiguous. Trey Parker and Matt Stone are really unaware of what's going to happen, like everyone else. I admit that it was actually pretty touching when it made it look like Heidi was going to commit suicide, but she was actually just leaving Twitter. The member berries are still funny. It was interesting to see Carmen portrayed more sympathetically in this episode. It really did make it look like the boys were going to kill him. They even brought weapons and everything. Instead, they were just destroying his stuff. In today's society, that's one of the worst things that can happen. It's actually pretty funny to see Gerald run around so happy at what he's caused. Don't worry, he's not going to be like this forever. Oh yeah, that's very, very true. Last review is from George's Epic Life, who wrote, Unlike Member Berries, which I liked very much, but I felt like it tried to tackle a few too many topics, Skank Hunt keeps the satire and the topic more local, and, more, and most of the episode focuses on the boys and Gerald. The political stuff is almost all absent. Like I said, it's just that one scene, and it's really harmless. First of all, I'm so glad that Gerald is being developed more as a character this season, even though he is a sadistic bastard. And the two trolling montages were, were very funny and very well done. I also liked how offline, he's a happy person who's innocent, but his dark persona is formed once he's online, something that is very true and relevant today. The plot with the boys trying to kill Cartman isn't laugh out loud funny, but it was very cleverly done, especially with the social suicide, that opening sequence of Heidi killing herself was one of the cleverest things South Park has done in recent memory. And for once... I actually felt sorry for Cartman, which goes to show how strong the writing is. Because Cartman is a character the audience is supposed to despise. The ending song that was played was excellent. It was certainly a sad scene, but it was also Trey and Matt making fun of the whole situation because of how stupid it is. This is the kind of world we are living in now. Yes, it is. Oh my lord. Boy, George... Not boy George, but boy, comma, George, are you right? Uh, that last song that was played, by the way, I, I have it up here on my computer, is called Gortas Aran, or I Await, by Denez Prigen. So that's uh, who did that last song. That's who made the song. But uh, this is pretty much, from the three reviews, a very positive episode. And like I said, I really like this episode. Probably way more than I had any right to like it. But we're now 
in a in a position in a situation where the boys now know Cartman is not the troll. Gerald is having the time of his life. The girls aren't taking it anymore. And we're just in for the ride. Now, how long does me being happy about season 20 go? Uh, I know, I'm, I'm kind of waiting for the ball to drop at some point. I just don't know when it's going to be. You can follow the show on Twitter at SharksPond97 and join our Facebook group, Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast where you can join other fans to discuss past, present, and when they come up, future South Park episodes. And also a shout out to the guys at Suck My Balls, a South Park review where they watch and discuss each and every South Park episode, just like this one. All right, so... Carmen is out of electronics. Gerald is Skankun 42. The girls think the boys are doing it. The boys are screwed. What's going to happen next? Well, we're going to find out in the next episode because we're going to be talking about The Damned. That is the next episode here on Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast. I'm Bill. Thank you all for tuning in. I'll talk to you all next time. And go listen to some Boston, damn it. They're a hell of a band. Go listen to them right now.